So Federico, the SNES Mini、mm. came out like,、mm. yeah, what,、uh, nearly a month ago, like like th-、uh, three weeks、uh, ago or something like that. Like at this point, right, beginning weeks, of the month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I may be the only person who bought one of these See, and hasn't opened it. I don't understand why you're doing this <laughs> because we were together in Chicago and you told me,、oh, "I still haven't opened it." And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you're busy, but now you're back home、but、and like, you you still have the box and it's, it's still, still unopened. It's here. Why? And I'm not like, and I don't mean like. I'm sure there are many people that are doing it and like they're trying to be collectors, right? Are、but、you like, a collector I'm not doing now? That. No, I'm not doing that. Like, I opened the box, I saw how small it was, I put it back and put it on my desk. So, one, I've been traveling, and two, honestly, there are way more video games coming out right now than I have time for, and I don't want to spend the time where I could be playing a game like Stardew Valley or Mario later this week, spending that time playing SNES games that I played 20 years ago. Like, I have this thing, and one day I will plug it in. But I just wanted to give the follow up that I have still not set it up. I've not taken it out of the box really for more than five、mm. seconds. Yeah, now、uh, that makes sense. There are times when,、uh, when for example,、uh, I bought a bunch of 3DS games over the past years,、mm-hmm. uh, or the past the past year maybe not two years, but、uh, still I got a bunch of games that I still need to open、um, because I、uh, you know the Switch came out and Zelda came out and now Mario is coming out. And I will probably not get to these games for a while.、Um, It's the holiday yeah, season; like we're, we're approaching the fourth quarter, right? This is when all the video games get released.、Mm-hmm, uh, there's、mm-hmm. so much stuff coming out that I'm interested in. Like you know, every year there's a WWE game, right? And I've got that, and I haven't really played much of it.、Um, there's Pokemon game that I'm probably not ever going to get to because I don't want to play the 3DS anymore.、Uh, th- then there's Stardew Valley, which we're going to talk about later on. There's Mario. Doom is coming out for、uh, for the Switch、yeah. in a few weeks、yeah. time, right? There's just like so much stuff coming out that like yeah, it is. There's so ma- there's just so many things. Talking about stuff, there was a Switch update, and it brought with it some some new features. Um, mm. So just namely, there's a 30 second video capture and sharing.、Yes. It's currently limited to four games: Zelda, Mario Kart, Arms, and Splatoon.、Uh, Odyssey will get it, and there are more apps coming soon for this. And I assume you've done this, right? You've played around、yeah. this. Yeah, it's、uh, basically、uh, all you need to do is you need to update your Switch、uh, software, which I did from a hotel uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, It took a surprisingly long time, but I, I managed to update my switch. How and- can that be surprisingly long? You did it on a hotel Wi-Fi. Surely it was as long as a hotel Wi-Fi takes. Yeah,、um, you're right. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of decent Wi-Fi, but it was super slow to update the switch for、mm. some reason.、Um, all you need to do is you need to long press the、uh, capture button on your switch. And when you do, you will get this message in the top right that instead of、uh, saying "screenshots,、uh, screenshot captured," it says something like "waiting." I think like it's doing something. And when you're done, you get this、uh, video preview on screen, which is kind of the same UI of the like the screenshot capturing tool, but it's a video that you can rewatch, you can replay the video. And then you can post the video on Twitter like normal screenshots. Yeah,、it、uses the same hashtags as it, you know, the standard uh, image sharing uh, process, and it's quite well done. I think it's recording at 720p when it's in hand- handheld mode, and maybe it's 1080p when it's、uh, when the switch is docked.、Uh, 
which I noticed in my video because I was using the Switch in portable mode and it looked kind of grainy on my iPhone. Um, but yeah, it's very simple. You, you just need to press and wait and do stuff. And of course, you need to be mindful of the fact that it's recording the last uh, 30 seconds of footage. So if you want to show, like, for example, last night, I wanted to show people my equipment in Zelda and my house in uh, Hatano Village. So what I did is I took out my Master Sword and I shot off the shield and then I entered the house. I showed all the weapons that I have hanging from the walls and then I hit the button so that it took the last 30 seconds and it created a video clip for people to see. So it's not like you're recording and then you need to do stuff. It captures the last 30 seconds of whatever you did. Which is good because really I think the most use case of this is like, whoa, like this thing you yeah. just did, right? Like, what yeah. did I just do? And then you can share the video now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that there will be tons of these clips for Odyssey, you know, as there would have been oh, for yeah. Zelda, right? Like if we could have all shared all the wild, weird and wonderful and wild things we were exploring in Zelda for the first couple of weeks. Right. Um, user profile transfer is now a thing. So if you're transferring from one switch to the other, you can do that, but it's a permanent transfer um, and it removes the data from the sending device. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-purchase of eShop titles. So this is interesting. I assume it's uh, like pre-loading. Uh, yeah. Like, but you cannot do this for Mario right now. Yet, I guess, is my thinking. Yet? Like, okay. I'm hoping that they brought the pre-purchase in because of Mario. That would make total sense, right? Like, I can go in tomorrow and buy the game and pre-load the game and then it activates at midnight or something. And one that I'm really interested in is support for wireless USB headsets. Um, so this is USB-C? I, yes. Like, okay. Do, do you have USB-C no. headphones? No. Hmm. But it's it's not just... Okay, so USB-C headphones will work, and I think they've always worked. But this is wireless ones, which I didn't know existed. But it's like a little headset. You plug in a tiny receiver, and then you have wireless. Oh. All right, and they're wireless. Oh. Oh, okay. Because I've been reading about this because Switch doesn't support Bluetooth audio, right? Wireless USB headsets. Yes. PlayStation makes one. And the reason for this is because Bluetooth latency is not good enough for video games, which is why Bluetooth headphones don't work for... I don't think any console supports Bluetooth headphones, which I didn't know. Um, I just assumed that they did, but I don't think that they do. Uh, so the 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 latency is a problem. So this is so you know Bluetooth audio is probably never going to come to the switch, but this is a way to do that, like to use USB C wireless but, headphones. Okay, let me ask you why. Like, would you use this when you have a headphone jack and you can just listen with a bunch of ear like with earbuds or whatever? Well, what if you got also- it plugged in to the TV? Hmm. So oh, actually, you probably like, can't even use it. Right? You cannot use in. it because it's plugged huh. in. So that's my question. Mm. Like, you're on the go, and you have the headphone jack anyway, and also with the USB-C port being free, you can charge the switch with the new anchor battery that we have. Like, are you sure you're interested in this, Mike? I find it interesting. Mm. I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like it is, it is interesting, interesting to me that like if over time I'm like no I can't do this I have to have wireless headphones, then I will do it. But then I still need another set of headphones because like right now when I travel I take a pair of over the ear wireless headphones just for whatever reason, including playing the Switch. So I have something to plug into the Switch. So yeah, I have I have like a couple of uses for it anyway. 
uh, for those headphones anyway. So like I don't see myself wanting to change because then I'll need to take three sets of headphones, which I'm just not going to do. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting hmm. to know it's there. Apparently, Nintendo didn't even really promote that this feature, but like it is there. It's something you can right. do. I'll put a link in the show notes, by the way, because we kind of breezed past it. But right. there is an Anchor PowerCore Plus battery yes. now. It's called the 26800 PD. I will put a link in the show notes to an Amazon page. It works. It is a yes. it is a battery pack which is honking. It takes forever to charge up, but it will charge like MacBooks and Nintendo Switches whilst use in use. So we both tried this. We both bought it, um, and I was playing on the plane. I was playing Stardew Valley on the plane when we went out to Chicago together, and my battery was running low, and I plugged it in, and it was charging, and I was playing, and it was awesome. Yeah, um, and. You know, uh, if you're in the market for USB-C accessories, make sure that they have the PD uh, thing, which means power delivery. It's one of the features of USB-C. You really want this because it means you will be able to charge your devices, whether it's a MacBook or an iPad Pro or a Nintendo Switch at full power uh, using USB-C, which is one of the major perks of the standard. Also, Mike, um, we should mention that because Nintendo is really bad at change logs, and especially with this latest uh, Switch update, they didn't mention at all that now, if remember when um, Super Smash Bros. came out on the Wii U and they had the GameCube adapters? Like the mm-hmm. super rare adapter that you could plug into the Wii U and use a GameCube controller? Well, mm-hmm. that is now supported on the Nintendo Switch. So uh, you can plug in a GameCube controller using the adapter, which I hap- which I happen to have. Still haven't tested this, but I probably will. Uh, and you can use a GameCube controller to play Nintendo Switch games with a catch that the... Uh, uh, what's the name of the... Uh, the left trigger on the Switch, the ZL trigger, will not work because there's no comparable switch uh, trigger on the GameCube. So, for example, if you try to play the Zelda with the GameCube controller, you cannot equip the shield, which you probably don't want to do. But this is important because whenever Super Smash Bros. comes to the Switch, uh, from a competitive uh, point of view, uh, you know, professional players will be relieved to know that their favorite controller will be supported on the Switch. So, uh, huh. really, cle- really clever move, but... Uh, incredibly <laughs> bad but, release I mean, notes by Nintendo. <laughs> there is a possibility, uh, though, that they may again create another GameCube style controller. It's, right? it's possible. It's, it's possible. I I wonder if with the adapter and the Switch, you can use some of the more some of the crazier GameCube controllers that came out over the years. Like the did you have Mike the WaveBird? The I wireless? never had it. I never had uh, it. I had one yeah. and I loved it. And also there was one that was like uh, a keyboard mixed with a GameCube controller. It was like an actual keyboard, like a QWERTY computer keyboard, but at the edges, GameCube. <laughs> Like like it was an extent like a super long game controller with a keyboard in the middle, and I think it was meant to play maybe Fantasy Star Online, Uh, and I wonder if that actually works with the Switch. Uh, so if you happen to have one around and you really want to try this, uh, get one of those GameCube adapters, plug that into a Switch, also get the GameCube keyboard and see if you can type and play at the same time. Uh, that would be amazing. I'm not sure anyone... I mean, it would be pretty awesome if anyone from listens to Remaster has one of those. I never see. I never saw one in real life. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Japan only. Anyway, I'll probably try to play some games with the GameCube controller and see what happens. 
Also, you got a new 3DS because it's mm. 2009. What's happening? Why are you? <laughs> well, actually, 2011. Uh, if uh-huh. you, you know, I feel like I need to rec- to correct you. Um, yep. I knew you would. I just picked the number out of my head, and I knew as soon as I'm I said sorry. it that I'm it was so, a mistake. I'm so, I'm so sorry I did this to you. Um, I picked it up because I um, traditionally in my life I always bought the SNES or NES editions of whatever Nintendo made. And this 3DS, uh, Super Nintendo Special Edition, uh, I think only available on Amazon uh, Italy, uh, Amazon.com as the ugly American version. Yeah, this. Well, it doesn't yet, I don't think, but it's but it's no, coming no, they, out. No, Is they, it out now. Oh, well, it's not out, but it's coming out. Yeah, it looks so um, bad. I mean, it okay, so, so we <laughs> we make a lot of fun of that Super Nintendo design, right? Because we believe that the European and Japanese design is better, but as a 3DS. It's even uglier. Like, it looks <laughs> so bad on the 3DS, whilst the one that you've got, the correct one, looks wonderful. Yes, it does. It's really nice. Uh, it's got the colored buttons. It's got the, um, the, like, the top of the console. It's on the top of the 3DS, and if you flip the back, you can see there's, like, the uh, SNES logo. It's really nicely done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it because I was also kind of hoping to go back to a bigger... 3ds i'm on the i was on the new 3ds which is the smaller one and i kind of wanted to get the new 3ds xl uh to place this final sort of wave of 3ds games that i want to experience in my life which would be metroid of course uh also i wanted i need to go back to pokemon sun and finish pokemon sun and i think i also want to play pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon before Mm. the switch version comes out uh sometime in the next two years i assume uh, and also Mario and Luigi, you know, Superstar Saga is now available again as a remake on the 3DS eShop and also physical release. So I think it's also physical release, I'm not sure. Uh, but there's these four games, basically, that I want to play. And so, you know, it's sort of a perfect coincidence. Nintendo is making a Super Nintendo 3DS again, so why not? And I got it a few weeks ago, but I was in the US, came back. And yesterday, I, or two days ago, I took the time to do the setup again. And it was horrible. Um, yeah. I needed to get, I needed to get my special screwdriver to open the 3DS and get my SD card, and it was just terrible. You know the entire process of transferring accounts and reformatting SD cards and copying data from the SD card onto my computer. Um, and then I also wanted to try to upgrade from a eight gigabyte SD card to a thirty-two gigabyte one, but I couldn't format it correctly, so I, I lost two hours trying to make the switch from a smaller size to a higher Ugh. capacity one. It didn't work. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was super tired of the entire thing and having this bunch of opened three DSs lying around, and so I just I kept my original. Uh, SD card from the new 3DS that I put into the new 3DS XL. These names are so bad, but um, now I'm 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 able to play on the Super Nintendo 3DS with my old SD card for a process that took me like three hours to get right. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing that Nintendo still doesn't have, and probably at this point never will have on the 3DS at least some kind of online backup system that just let let me. Let's me move stuff around. Like, I wanted it. I want it to be like an iPhone or an iPad. I have my account. I have my stuff. I have my cloud saves. Just let me set up a new device and download my game save data and my games and be done with it. But no, you need to transfer 
ownership of the SD card. It's it's a whole mess. And I just saw on Twitter this morning that Chris Grant from Polygon, he invited some friends over to play with the uh, Nintendo Switch, and one of his friends uh, did wow. something, did something with Zelda, with the game save of Zelda, and he lost a hundred hour save for Breath of the Wild because one of his friends hit the brown button on the Switch settings. And it's amazing that Nintendo still... It's amazing in the sense of it's incredibly bad that Nintendo still doesn't have, even for the Switch, which is the new console, the most important one, some kind of online backup system. It's it's just stupid, really. Poor Chris Grant, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awful, right? If, if it oh. happened to me, I would never play Zelda again. Or talk to that person again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of my friends um, many years ago had his save of Final Fantasy... 10 it was i think he told me it was 220 hours wiped by one of his young cousins and he was really upset like because it's, it's just wasted yeah like it never happened but that was 15 years ago <laughs> 15 you know now we are in 2017 and uh, game consoles are supposed to have cloud backups uh but poor chris grant uh doesn't have his Zelda save anymore. So, anyway, upgrading the 3DS was not fun, Mike. Not fun at all. All right, should we take a break? Yes. All right, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace. Enter the offer code insert coin at checkout and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. They let you easily create the website that you have, that you want, that you need for the next idea that's bouncing around in your brain. They have uh, unique domains available, award-winning templates that you can take advantage of to make your website look beautiful on all devices, and so much more. They have 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They will let you not have to worry about installing anything. They'll make sure that there are no patches for you to take care of. There are no upgrades that you'll need to do. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform. There's nothing to worry about. None of that stuff is something that needs to concern you. They've got it covered for you. We use Squarespace at Relay FM for our store. And right now, we're selling a t-shirt and sticker combo pack, which you can find out. I'll put a link in the show notes to that if you're interested. But when it came to the part that we wanted to have a store for our website, why would we do it anywhere else? Squarespace already have all of that functionality built in. We have our blog there as well. Love Squarespace. Their commerce platform is fantastic. We've used it for a couple of years now. Really, really, really pleased with it, along with just about everything else that Squarespace have to offer. Their plans start at just $12 a month, but if you use the code insertcoin at checkout, you will get 10% off your first purchase. You can start a free trial today with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. Then when you decide to sign up, once again, use the code insertcoin at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this show. We thank Squarespace for sponsoring this week's episode. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. All right, so you two were making a lot of fun about me last time. Shahid is not here this week, unfortunately. But you two were both making fun of me, saying that I missed the last episode because Stardew Valley came out. Now, <laughs> Stardew Valley did come out that day, but that wasn't why I missed the episode. But okay. you did promise, and you were right to do so, that I wanted to talk about Stardew Valley today. So I want to give a very brief review of the game Um I've played through uh, year one, so the game is broken down into seasons, and, and I've just begun year two. And I want to kind of give my experiences so far um, about Stardew Valley. So this is a very this is a game that's very simple to play. 
Um, but there are lots of things that you can do, and it's, there's lots of different avenues to go down. There are tons of different ways to to progress. You know, Stardew Valley is to call it a farming simulator is kind of unfair to the game. To call it like a Sims like like relationship building game is unfair to it. It's like a mix of all of them, with resource management and time management stuff built into it. Um, it's, it's there's a really nice blend of kind of in a strange way a game like Terraria or SteamWorld Dig and Animal Crossing. And Harvest Moon is kind of how I would explain this game. And maybe a little bit of Sims thrown in there as well. Mm. I think the thing that I like about it the most is it has a feeling to it, which long-time listeners of our, of our video game shows will know I really enjoy, which is when a game has a feeling of you can make your own game. When there, a game gives you so many options of things that you can do that you can make your own progression path. Like, you can focus on the things that you want to accomplish and accomplish them. There are things to do in the game. There are things that you can can do. There are things that you can accomplish. And there's story beats that you can go down. But those kind of elements roll out in any way that you want. And you can focus on them whenever you want to. But if, for example, you decide that you want to spend some time farming for some resources, like digging into the mines, you can do that. If you decide that you want to, like I am right now, I'm focusing on trying to automate a lot of the way that my farm runs. You can spend time gathering up what you need for that. Whilst all of the rest of the time, whilst you're doing this, you're encountering other things and you're like, okay, that's interesting. I'll come back to that later. I'll make a mental note of it. You know, like I've even gone so far as to like take out pen and paper and kind of like sketch some stuff down to work out how I want to set my farm out, you know, but you don't have to do any of that. Right. There's all these relationships that you can build in the game, too. You can, I, am, I am aware of the fact that you can get married in the game. This is something you're able to do. Uh, but you build the relationships over time. There are cutscenes in the games that I'm familiar with in regards to relationship stuff. I've only hit one of those so far, but apparently there's lots of them. And it's interesting to me to have played as many hours as I've played. It's tens of hours I've played. I don't know the exact amount offhand. But I've put a lot of time into Stardew Valley so far. And I still feel like I've only just really scratched the surface of the relationship stuff because right now I've been more focused on getting my kind of farm in order. This game is incredibly addictive. It has this one more day feeling to it. So the time is broken up into days. It's not real time. It runs at a quick speed. I think it's something like 10 minutes in game time is like 30 seconds or a minute or something like that, right? Like 10 minutes in world time is, is like, say like a minute or something, maybe even less. It's It might be like an hour for five minutes. I don't have the exact time, but it's, it's you know, you go through a day in a short period of time, right? And I, you kind of when you the game forces you to to move to the next day because you get to like midnight or whatever and you start to get tired. And I found that my character by one thirty you fall asleep. If you fall asleep, you lose resources. Right? They either take money from you or they take resources from you, depending on where you were and what you were doing at that point. So you have to, you have you cannot be awake all the time. You must sleep. So you you know it gets to a certain point where like. Your character gets tired. You're like, oh, darn it. I've got to go to bed. There's this thing that I want to do. I'll, I'll play one more day. I'll play one more day. Play one more day. Then nine hours goes by. Um, I love this game. Uh, I'm going to have to put it to the side because Mario's coming out, and that's what I'm most focused on right now. But I know I'm going to be able to pick it up again in the future and have as much fun of it as I've been having. Like, Stardew Valley is a game that I've waited for for a really long time, and I am enjoying it 
as much, if not more so, than I expected. It is wonderful. It's sweet. It's nice. It's calm. Um, it's really relaxing. Um, and but there's also challenge there, and there's planning there, and uh, it's it's got really great RPG elements to it, as well as just you know walking around and just watering plants. Like I really really like this game a lot. It's got intrigue to it in the story, which. I've yet to really uncover a lot of these things, but I'm really interested to work out what is happening and why some things are happening. And yeah, this is a wonderful video game. Like if you have a Nintendo Switch and do not have Stardew Valley, I recommend that you get it because I think there is a lot to enjoy in this game. Um, And and I think that a lot of people will get fun out of it. I bought, Stardew Valley from the eShop, but I haven't started the game yet for the same reason that you mentioned, that Mario's coming out in a few days, and I feel like I I won't be able to fully devote my attention and my time to Stardew Valley. That seems like a game that really requires you to check in, you know, at least daily. Um, No, it doesn't. It doesn't have any of that. It's not like Animal mm. Crossing. Like, mm. I can leave the game and come back to it in six months and I just pick up where I left off. There's no, like... So it doesn't advance with the calendar in, no, like, real life? None, none. Mm. You play mm. the calendar. So I've played a year already, right? It's four seasons. The, the seasons are broken down into 28 days. Mm. And I've played through one year. Um, you, There is none of this, like, you got to play it at 7 o'clock at night to get this thing, or you got to play it at 2 o'clock in the morning to get this thing, and you've got to play it every second Wednesday to get the offer from Mr. Nook. There's none of that in this game. Like, when I come back to it, I'll still be on day 4 of summer, which is where I was when I left off, and it's fine. So there is, you, you don't... Stardew Valley doesn't take over your life because it is requiring you to do things. It takes over your life because it is incredibly addictive. Mm. Right, mm. so uh, I I really don't want people to be put off by thinking it's it when I when I compare it to Animal Crossing that that's what I'm comparing it to. I think that it is a big plus of the game that it doesn't do that because I tend not to like games that force me to play them at certain times. Right. Um, right. I don't like that at all. Or I should mention by the way, Animal Crossing Direct like tomorrow. Oh yeah, the but only for the mobile game mm-hmm. that Nintendo is making for well, smart devices. Yeah. Uh, that's I, what they're saying. I'm they will not, not mention. Um, I am uh, not consoles. keen. I don't think I. I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this this game. I know we know nothing about it right now, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it now. Like, I just want Stardew Valley instead. It, it's gonna be exactly what you just mentioned that. It's going to require to check in multiple mm-hmm. times a day. There's going to be like time limits. You need to wait for you need to wait for before you can go fishing again, unless you spend you know real money in the Tom Nook shop <laughs> in the game. Uh, but it it also kind of seems like the perfect mobile game for this generation of casual mobile players. You know, like uh, like Farmville in a way, but set in the Animal Crossing world. I can I can see tons of people playing that. Uh, I I'm curious to see if they do some kind of um, cross-platform perk for whenever Animal Crossing on the Switch comes out. But um, I should say that I'm intrigued by Stardew Valley. I I saw you play Stardew Valley as I was working. You were playing. I was kind of jealous. We're on a plane, same. right? Like you make it sound like I'm just slacking off. We were on a plane to America together, and Federico decided to write, and I had already done all the work I needed to do before I left. So I decided to play a video game for six hours. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's why you did. And I was looking at the screen, I was like, oh man, I wish I was playing a game too. Uh, but my my only my only concern maybe about this game is how do you understand what you need to do? Like, if I have no idea how to run a farm, that, does the game tell you? Like, you're supposed mm. to do this, you're supposed to do that? So it is a very light touch, right? Um, it, it, there is a tutorial, and but the game is pretty light touch. Uh, and I think that is by design. I think you're meant to just, like, try some stuff out and see what works for you. But, you know, that you're given little nudges, right, in certain areas. Like, here's a thing you should do, here's a thing you shouldn't do. Um, I didn't read any, like, here's what you must do in Stardew Valley before you play. Like, and there's tons of great articles like that, so you can read those. Like, there's a bunch of great articles that exist. Like, these are the nine things you should focus on in your first year, that kind of stuff. I didn't do any of that, um, and I didn't feel lost. I picked it up very easily. I understood what was going on. Uh, I might be doing some things wrong, but I'm willing to make those mistakes, right? Like, if I shouldn't be having cattle in my first year, well, I do already. I have cows, I have chickens. Um, and, and that, you know... That's just the game that I want to play. And I'm sure there's a better way to play it than when I'm playing it, but I'm enjoying the way that I play it. And I think the game does a good enough job of explaining to you the things that you should be focusing on. Um, and then I kind of worked out some stuff on my own. Like, for example, I was I felt like I wasn't making enough money, right? Like, I was farming stuff. You know, I was planting some stuff, and I was selling the stuff, and, and that kind of, you know. And I was keeping some money in the bank and trying to save up. I was like, oh, no, this is silly. Spend all the money I have on new on new things to plant, and then I'll make more stuff throughout the season. So, you know, it's just little things like that. You you come to just, you, you decide that you want to do a thing. Like, oh, I wanted to buy something in a game. I didn't have money. And I was like, why don't I, why can't I make money at the rate that I want to make it? And I was like, oh, it's because I'm not, I'm not harvesting enough crops because I'm not planting enough seeds. So then I made my farm bigger, right? Like my crops bigger, like the, the amount of stuff that I was growing. And, I, I, it's not complex, right? And there are many different ways to play it, and I think the game does a good enough job of explaining it to you. But if you get stuck, there is a lot of content on the internet about how to play Stardew Valley. Like, right. I, I consulted a guide for, like, I wanted to put in a sprinkler system, right? Because you can, you can build sprinklers. You can craft... There's crafting in this game, of course. You can craft sprinklers from materials, and I was like, I want to do this, but I want to build like the optimum layout, right? Like as few sprinklers as possible for the maximum crop yield. So I just Googled it, like like uh, best sprinkler layout in Sardew Valley. And I found a bunch of images and a bunch of posts. And I just copied that, right? So like, hmm. you know, there's so much content out there if you want help. But if you don't, the game is fun enough to experience and play around with. Um, and I don't think that anything terrible happens. Like you don't need to eat in this game. Like you, you have an energy level and a sleep level. Um, and uh, what will happen is they deplete over the day. You can fill them up by eating food, but you don't have to eat anything. Like you know, you can you can run out of energy and then just go to sleep and then start the next day. So it, it's simple, and and you know, it's it's not it's not an incredibly heavy game. There are some fun elements to it. The more you dig into it the harder it gets, right? So like if you decide you want to go and do a thing which is difficult, well, it will get difficult. Right, but if you decide you want to keep it pretty simple, it'll stay simple. Hmm. It's a lovely yeah, game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I need to play this game, but there's also Mario coming out. It's a shame. It's, it's a shame because I really want you to play Stardew Valley because I am very confident that you'll love it. But yeah. you know, unless you've got some time in the next three days, 
maybe you should play um, it later. that seems tricky yeah yeah um and also i feel like i mean i'll probably never be done with zelda but if I have time over the next three days, there's a bunch of things that I need to do in Zelda before I jump into Mario. That is not a pun, not intended. Uh, but how do how do you feel about Mario? Uh, have you been have, have you been looking at the? Because someone has the game already, and there have been Loads all of kinds of have the game. Yeah, I'm not looking at any of that. Okay, me neither. Me neither. Um, it, it feels to me based from. Because when we were in London uh, at the airport, I uh, we b- both got a copy of Edge magazine, and Edge had a review of Mario Odyssey a few weeks ago, and I read the review, and they were really light on spoilers, so that was nice, but they implied that, well, not so implied, they actually said that Mario Odyssey is, you can tell that it's the same company that shaped Breath of the Wild this year. And it's directly inspired by this open-world uh, reinvention of a long-standing franchise. And it feels like this is going to be another huge game where you can do things with the order that you prefer. You can, you know, you can explore, you can discover things. There are so many secrets to discover in this game. It feels like another game that I will probably spend you know, more than 50 hours playing on my Switch. Um, and I wonder how that will probably affect my holiday season, which is usually, you know, I tend to buy lots of games and play different games. But if this game is able to capture me as much as Zelda did, it sure seems like I will be playing Mario Odyssey and that's it for a few months. Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably going to be similar for me. Um, I understand that a lot of people don't want this from a Mario game, right? They want a Mario game. But I right. want Breath of the Wild with Mario in it, and that's what I think I'm going to get here. I, I'm very happy that Nintendo took this course of action right before they knew Breath of the Wild was going to be such a success, you know? Because I see a world in which they will have created Breath of the Wild and created a Mario game. Breath of the Wild was very successful, but the Mario game they made was more traditional. And then they were like, oh man, I wish we would have made an open world Mario like we did with Zelda, right? Mm-hmm. But luckily, they made the decision early on to take both of these properties and make these types of games with them that are these big, expansive, exploratory, fun, weird, wonderful things. Because that's what Odyssey looks like it's going to be. You know, probably hence the name, right? Like, it's uh, it's an Odyssey, right? Like, it's this, this mm. whole big thing. Um, so I'm very, I'm very keen. I'm very excited for this game. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to be refreshing the eShop at midnight. Unfortunately... <laughs> the game that if it comes out at midnight comes out at midnight the day before iPhone pre-orders so I can't sit up until 3am playing this game um, as much as I will probably want to but I will be awake very early that day to order my iPhone and so I I will have the game to play yeah. for the rest of the day I've cleared my calendar that day that's what I'm doing that day and if I also can't get an iPhone uh, I have some consolation with Mario yeah, you're gonna get Mario anyway. Yep. It's not like you need to you need to wait in line nope. for Mario. You can just get it from the eShop. Um I'm getting I'm getting both a digital and a physical copy because I feel like I want to have this game on my Switch all the time. I don't want to remove my Zelda cartridge, but I also want to have a physical copy for my collection. So I'm getting both. And it's gonna be a problem because yes, I need to go back to go to sleep early. Um waking up at like eight thirty. Something like that. Um, 
So I cannot I cannot play until 4 a.m. That's not an option. But uh, with the game coming out during the weekend, it's basically perfect. Mm-hmm. So I can play in my car. I can play at home. Uh, I can play with Sylvia because there's a multiplayer. You know, you can play with two people. One of them controls Mario. The other controls Cappy. She's the magic hat that controls other beings I did in the game. not know that. Oh, yeah. Totally. So it's like totally. that It's like that parent-child multiplayer, yeah, right? Kind of, yeah. So, like, Cappy uh, will, con- will collect coins or whatever. I oh, think man, so, Cappy. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We can play it together. That, yeah, you can. Mm, that's that's very good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. How yeah, many times yeah, yeah. have you listened to Jump Up Superstar? Too many. Yeah? That's the, I have it in my head yeah. a lot. This is the song that they've released. It's a real song. It's with lyrics yeah. in it, featuring a lady called Kate Davis who's singing. It's a wonderful song. It takes a lot of influences from old like swing music. Yeah. Um, yes. I can hear lots of influences in it for of different swing songs that I've heard uh, over time. Like this is clearly like just a heavily influenced by the style. Um but mm-hmm. it is a lovely little song that is available on iTunes. Uh, I don't think it's an Apple Music, but I bought it on iTunes. Then it yeah. goes into your Apple Music account. Um so it's there if you want to listen to it. It's a fun little song. The trailer that they put out, the live action trailer was amazing. Um, it clearly was made by a company that's made a lot of money recently uh, because yes. <laughs> it, it, it is a very high quality trailer. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this game. Yeah, um, I listened to the song many, many times. I was surprised that it's not on streaming, but I also bought it from iTunes and um, I saw the first commercial last night, maybe two days ago on TV, Italian TV. And now it's basically every hour there's the Mario commercial. So they are the marketing machine is in full swing. They are promoting this game heavily. It has replaced Mario Kart 8, uh, Deluxe, whatever the name is, as the Nintendo Switch game that is constantly advertised on TV. And I expect to see billboards. I expect to see you know uh, new you know magazine, newspaper stuff, uh, because Nintendo has been aggressive like that with the mm-hmm. Switch this year. Which obviously shows that, yes, they are making a lot of money. They're selling a lot of uh, Switch consoles. And they are managing, I think, to... to they, they have found, by not playing the same game of Sony and Microsoft, of being the console, that people who also have a PlayStation and an Xbox get in addition to the main console that, that they have. Uh, because, you know, it's a... It's not. I think it's so different that it, it sort of tra- transcends the console wars, and everybody just wants to switch. Like whether yep. you're a PlayStation fan or a Microsoft fan, you just need to switch. And then once it's you buy one, else. it's what you want all of your games to be on. Right? That's that's the yes. Trojan horse effect of the Nintendo Switch, which is why you know anyone who listens to this show, it's all we talk about. We can't help it. I mean. It it is the most relevant console of the year, so I think it's only, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got a bunch of people saying, "Why don't you talk about PlayStation and Xbox anymore?" And my answer is, I want to talk about them. I I don't think there's been anything particularly compelling about those consoles this year, um, in terms of capturing the uh, the the people's mindset and attention, and it's just the Nintendo Switch is is every uh, it's what everyone is talking about these days. Because it's so different, and I feel like we in the in the video game industry we we could all use something different. Yeah, like if, if you consider that we don't play Destiny, right? Like, right. It's not a game. I mean, I've tried it. I I don't I don't like it. Um, considering we don't play games like Destiny, there are there is hasn't really been a lot of big releases this year. 
worth discussing. You know, I've For, bought yeah. and played and, and spoke about Horizon Zero Dawn, right? It's one of the bigger games of the year, and we spoke about that. But there, I'm sure there'll be some other games coming up over the next little while, like Wolfenstein. See, that's the one. I want to talk about Wolfenstein, right? I want to play Wolfenstein yes. New Order. But I'm not going to buy it for PlayStation now because I'm going to wait until it comes out on Switch next year. Because it's the right. console I want to play my games on. So if like a game is available yeah. on the Switch, yeah. then I will wait and, and, and buy it there and play it there. It's not the best games console. It's not the best, right? Like for a lot it's of different not. reasons. But it's the one I want to play because if I love a game and I'm going somewhere... I want to take the game with me. And this I can do. Yeah. It's, the, it's the dream, right? Yeah, and I'm probably going to get a 4K TV now. And by the by Christmas, I'm probably also going to get a, a PS4 Pro. Because I want to play games in 4K and HDR and all of that. But I still think it's the Switch that it's been the console of the year and the release of the year. And this uh, sort of this combo of Zelda and Mario... On a console that you can take with you, it's basically been the dream since I was a kid. Like for the past twenty years, I've always been dreaming of the day, the day when I could have this home console with a full three D Zelda and a full three D Mario that I could take with me all the time. And that is coming true now. So you can imagine why so many people like me that grew up in the nineties with the Super Nintendo and the GameCube and the N sixty four are now so excited about the Switch because it's it's the pent-up demand of a dream that is coming true 20 years later and that's why we're so excited about it i think 